Hello. Hello, if you're hearing this, this is the Geek Card Games Podcast. And if you're finding this message, it means we missed a podcast because we went through a portal and we ended up on Mars. And Sam? Sam, there's a demon behind you. <laughs> Sam! Oh, oh god. No, we're just messing with you guys. That was good. Uh, good um, so if you're hearing this, this is a rainy day podcast, which means we missed a show because something came up. Um, Sam had ate some bad spaghetti last night, something like that. Or It happens, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? A, I had a back surgery. These things happen. These uh, things every happen. Day. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about the movie from 2005 called Doom, which you may know because it's based on a video game series. Oh boy. This movie is something else. Entirely. This is a movie. This is a movie. Um, let's 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 start, Sam. With did you enjoy watching this movie? Well, let me explain it this way. About halfway through the movie, I considered texting you and saying, "Hey, do you want to just scrap this and pick something better to watch?" I think like halfway is when it gets really kicking. Like this is like halfway. You're like, fuck yeah, this movie's good. I don't know, man. I uh, there was I think kind of the whole middle sequence is where I got kind of bored. And Let's I think say that was the problem. This movie is way too long. It's an hour and like forty five minutes, and it feels like five hours. Really? Yes, yeah, it drags at points. Um, and like there's. There's just not enough action for how long it takes to explain certain things. And we'll talk about that. Um, I, you know, like, I remember seeing this movie with my brother. I'm not sure if we saw it in theaters. But I remember being like, this movie was really good. And then I was watching it and I was like, young Cody just had a different, like, view on, like, movie. Like, if there was shooting and explosions, I guess young Cody was very, in like, content. Yeah. And I'm more like, now I'm like, man, this movie... It gets rough at points. Like, it's... Well, right before I watched it, I was playing with Alejandro. We were doing Apex Apex Legends, and he was like, oh, Doom, that, that movie's all right. And I was like, oh, no, I'm excited to watch it. And then I was watching it, and I'm like, Alejandro, I don't I don't think this is all right. <laughs> well, all right. I guess it's all right. It's it's not... Uh, I just... I, I didn't have a good time with it, Cody. <laughs> so It's not, like, groundbreaking, like, but... Uh... It's a, all right, so the movie opens up, and we find out that some scientists find a portal under Las Vegas, Nevada, that leads to Mars. They found it in 2026, which, let oh, me remind you, seven years away. So this is, I mean, you guys better get prepared, because it's coming, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's what she said. Um, so yeah, they find this portal, and apparently it leads to Mars, where there's an ancient civilization... And, there was an ancient civilization. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they discovered it in 2026, but the movie is actually taking place 20 years later. So 2046 is when these events are occurring. Uh, so yeah, okay. they're, they're trying to figure out who these people were, why they're not alive anymore, why they left their technology. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and so smash cut to some scientists running for their lives and something is like killing them one by one. And... This is the start of this movie when I realized 
man, this is not going to be the best thing I've ever seen because the CGI is rough. Like we get to a scene where the last scientist is like trying to like send out a distress message and then the door gets busted open and this door busts open and it is rough looking like the door busting or what's behind the door was rough. The door busting, like just the door okay. opening, like I, the thing behind it, you kind of can barely see. So here's the thing: I am less concerned with like poor CGI and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'll let that stuff slide just because I'm like, yeah, it was back then. It's fine. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I just need to not be bored, which happens yeah. later for me. Um, let me say right here though, um, dude. So just one guy makes it to the room and like is closing the door and there's this other lady running and she's like wait for me and he's he's like i'm just gonna shut this door you know like an asshole i would say yeah um she gets her arm stuck in the door cut off it's it's a gross thing um but then he like goes to call in the quarantine and i'm like well if he hadn't shut the door he wouldn't maybe have had time to call in the quarantine so maybe it was reasonable but I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell if he was being an asshole. There's a lot of uh, morally wrong things in this movie, which we'll discuss. Um, oh my god, yes, um, yes. But uh, which one of the morally wrong things is how different The Rock looks. He's so yeah, young. He's just a little. This baby. movie has a very young Dwayne the Rock Johnson sporting a sick shoulder blade to shoulder blade semper fi tattoo on his back yeah and i was like no reason for that character to have that other than you wanted him to except for later in the movie there is a reason later it'll come up they're marines and you know that's it's a thing so it it comes up it's fine Um, um and so we're introduced to this team of like i guess they're like mercenaries almost they're the um, lead marines they're lead marines is that what they were okay uh They're not, and they're I mean, yeah. They're being called into the Mars place to extract data, get everybody out, and can use lethal force if necessary. Yes, is what they're told, which is kind of strange if you think about it. Like, no. oh, this, well, because there's a bunch of scientists there. Like, why would they need to? I guess because they didn't like they don't know going in that there I is. I feel like this is the spoilers. Kind of- this is doom, and there's demons. Okay. But I feel like this is the squad where if you send them in, it's because you need, like, lethal force. Like, that's okay. this is what they're good at. <clears throat> These people are weirdos. That fucking, what is his name, Portman? Oh, yeah. Portman's a weird I dude. have so many problems with Portman just as a character. Um, this movie is very dated because, you like, he makes a joke about... She boys and like, yes, he's going back, on leave and wants ooh. to find some she boys. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, this is a dated movie. Like that they got away with that line. Yeah, um, it, was, it was really. Mm. So we're introduced to the squad, and mm. uh, they got all these cool video game names. As I think they were like, they were like, oh, we can't call them real names. What? Well, give them some video game names. So we got. Well, they get everyone <laughs> like in these squads. They have their code names. Okay, but these are super video game code names, except for one of them. Uh, you got Duke, Mac, Destroyer, The Kid, Portman, which is the guy you just said, which is, is just not, his last does name. Does he not have a nickname? Nobody it's likes him, like, so they didn't give him a yeah, nickname. Yeah, fuck him. No one likes him. Um, and, and then goat. Oh, and Goat. And then finally, but not at all last, 
Carl Urban, aka Reaper, and like that's a badass I, fucking name, man. It is a badass name. I love Carl Urban, like Dread, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I was like, holy shit, Carl Urban was in this movie. Oh, see, I, knew I just he was don't even. I didn't. I didn't know, yeah. know that. So I was like, holy shit. Can we talk um, about this now, just real quick about Carl Urban? So I was reading. Apparently, he's from New Zealand. And I think maybe that explains it. But sometimes, like, when he's talking, he just says things very weird. And I think it's like his accent is trying to come out and he's trying to not let it. And so, like, he'll just sound a little weird when he talks. In this movie. I have a, I, in this movie, I have a note about how both Carl Urban and The Rock became way better actors. Because there are some line deliveries in this movie where you're like, that is, like, no. That is so rough sounding. Like, you just sound like you just yelled something for no reason. Like... Um. Yeah. Yeah. So they head to the space station, but whoa, whoa. Okay, hold on, whoa. hold on. Okay, I'm the Rock's name also is the Sarge, you know, as it is. Um, and so they're like, "Oh, hey, we're going. No leave. We're going to the Mars station." Uh, and he tells Reaper to stay behind, but there seems to be like a reason Reaper wants to go, or like there's something well, keeping no, him he, going. There's like he gives him an option. He's like, "Here, we're going to the Olduvai station on Mars." Uh, but we don't need you to go. Because uh, obviously there's something traumatic that happened with Reaper up yeah. there that he doesn't want to deal with. Or I guess he does, but Sarge doesn't want him to. And so Reaper's like, is is that an order that I have to stay here? And Sarge is like, it's a recommendation. And so Reaper ends up coming because he wants to. Um. So they get giant fucking weapons, which let's just talk about now. The weapon design is this movie actually pretty cool like yeah, they look like video cool. game guns and they're pretty cool uh and so they head up there uh they introduce to one character what was his name pinky the, pinky. the wheelchair guy yeah apparently he, uh, he looks really cool because he's he just did. like a torso with like a mechanical wheelchair like his body's attached to it and yeah. it looks pretty neat so the kind of portal that they found and that takes them to mars apparently like early like times using it uh, the top part of Pinky hit made it to Mars. The uh, bottom part of Pinky went to another system. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, the the teleportation portal is really cool too because it's like just like a huge drop of liquid, clear yeah. liquid, and they kind of step on it and it like absorbs them. It's and they go one at a time, I guess. But it, it looks really cool. Of course, okay, Cody. I don't think we've talked about this before, but like. When I'm watching a movie with my friends, Daniel and Holly, we have our, like, weekly movie night or whatever. Pretty much every time I watch a movie, somebody has to fucking throw up on screen. And I'm like, why is there so much vomiting in movies? I would say these days, but obviously this was 2005. I don't know, but it never fails. Like, anytime I watch a movie, somebody's going to throw up. So after they go through the portal, multiple people are, like, throwing up. And I'm just like, dude, stop it. Yeah. Um, and so I think they go through some kind of, I, the, con, the station was very confusing to me because they like make it into lockdown and stuff. Um, so the portal room is like its own, very secure. It has this huge, like thick metal door. So like that thing can go on lockdown. And so like Sarge leaves Mac there to guard it with Pinky, uh, and everybody else goes into 
the the station, which has like the science lab, it has tons of people that are still just in there hanging out, being like, hey, we don't know what's going on. Because apparently it's just like this one wing, this one lab area where the problem has happened and it's on a lockdown. So there's still a lot of people hanging out in this space station or Mars station. Yeah. And so this is when we're kind of introduced to a female scientist character who we find out is Reaper's sister, which I thought was a nice spin because they easily yes. could have been like, oh, it's his ex-wife or something. And yeah, like, they were making it seem like they were going to be romantically entangled. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and her her, na- her name is Dr. Grimm. So you find out his name is John Grimm, which is why his name is Reaper. So. Oh, okay. I did not yeah. catch that. Cool. Oh, there um, was a line in it where she was like making fun of stupid Marines. That's an air quotes because she was like, "That's is that the most original nickname they could come up with for you? Oh, okay. So, yeah. I, I remember her saying that, but I didn't catch it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so they set out to start clearing out the lab area and all that. Uh, and so the sister's there to extract data for UAC, I believe. Yeah, UAC the is the, the company. Company. From- company. And so this is where we're introduced to like what's going on. And so there's a skeleton, skeletal remain. And we found out that this is the alien species that was living on Mars. And what separates them from human beings, because they're very humanoid looking, is they have a 24th chromosome. And this 24th chromosome gives them like super strength and like super healing Mm -hmm. and kind of just makes them all around badasses. Yep. Remember that for later on. Yes, and they're like, well, what could have happened to these people? Why are they not here? If they were such super soldier people, like, how'd they die, you know? Yeah, and, like, the skeleton is in a, like, pattern where she's protecting her young child. So everyone's like, what's going on with that? Mm -hmm. Uh, She should state that Dr. Grimm is actually a forensic archaeologist. And so she's more, she's studying these remains and trying to understand the civilization. That's, like, what she's been doing up here. And so through this, we kind of learned that what happened is Reaper and his sister's uh, parents died. Her name was Sam. Samantha. Like, like cool people are named. Yeah. Um, they died in one of the, the digs for the... I guess it's like a... It's a city, right? That's what they call it. I don't know. Up the old, old device station, the archaeological yeah. dig up there. Yeah, they, they, died. they died in the dig uh, very young, and so that's what kind of pushed Carl Urban's character to go join the Marines to get away from there. Is pretty much why. And he's pissed that his sister is still following in their footsteps after everything yeah. that happened. So. Um, and so this is kind of like the most boring part of the movie because it's just all the guys like walking around the different yes. areas. Like there's so much of them just like walking through dark tunnels looking around with their gun flashlights, waiting for things to happen, and it was so boring. This is where I was like, no, I don't I don't care for this anymore. Yeah. Um, I will say there was, they at one point they go into the genetics lab, and there's all these animals in cages, and they look kind of rough, like they've been yeah. doing stuff to them, and it made me very sad. I was very unhappy about that. Yeah, and so, to my knowledge, if I'm remembering this correctly, uh, they find... Dr. Codwell, who had made the call. Am I skipping something? Please let me know. Hold on, I just looked down at my notes. I wanted to call out one more thing that very much upset me. So Portman, skeezy Portman here, that nasty guy that we don't like, when they first get into the station, 
uh, where I, all those people who like live there and work are just milling around being like, what's going on? He goes up to these women and he's like, hey, this is a special quarantine. I'm going to have to con- conduct a strip search on all of you. So let's get going. And he's fucking so fucking disgusting. And what upsets me even more is like none of the guys on his squad like say anything to him or like pull him back and be like, cut it out, dude. Like none of them. They just like let him go. And I'm like, that's some fucking bullshit. And I get that it was 2005 and I get I get that they're trying to show us how bad he is as a person, but it just, oh, it irks me very much. So fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, so I actually have a note here about, I guess when Goat and one of the other characters are searching an area, something scare, falls and scares him mm-hmm. and he says, God damn it. And then rolls up his sleeve and starts carving uh, a, cross. a cross into his arm and I was like what is happening like oh no no yeah uh, he's like so super religious that like he yeah. can't he has to punish himself for doing that and we're like oh um, so yeah so they find Dr. Codwell they bring him back to like the infirmary area I mean you know, that you're glossing over they find Dr. Caldwell he's covered in blood He's like, he's ripped his ear off. He's always clutching the severed arm, which is obviously the arm that got cut off in the door when he shut the door. Uh, He's, he's just like, he's not, he is not talking. He's, he's animalistic. Um, So yeah, they take him to the hospital room. It is the infirmary. Infirmary, yes. Uh, but then this seemed weird too, because like it seems like they're doing this lockdown. They don't want anyone in here, and then all of a sudden they've called this doctor, and they're like, "Hey, lady, come in here and check this guy out." I'm like, "Why would they just be bringing someone else into this dangerous situation?" It seemed very suspect. I don't, I don't know. And I believe something like calls them away, like like something happened. Why do they end up leaving Duke and the okay. sister alone? I I'm not sure yet, but. First, let me say, I think Duke was very sweet. I liked him. Oh, yeah. He was flirting with the doctor. Um, oh, because, like, he, no, there's this really funny part where he, Duke was alone with Sarge, and he's like, Sarge, what's the deal with Reaper's sister? And Sarge is like, oh, it's this big emotional thing, their family. I don't want to get into it. And he's like, no, I just meant, like, is she single? And it was no. really funny. Right. Um, so throughout the movie, he's he's flirting with her, and it's very cute. Um while they're all split up looking for things, a couple of important things, um, Goat and Portman find this uh, cylindrical oh, it's like a, cut it's out a in the floor. It's a pit. Um, and it has electrified walls. And Goat's like, this is this is a holding cell for something. You know, we don't know what's down there. Uh, and then while Sarge and somebody are exploring, I don't remember who, they go to the armory where oh, yeah. they find the BFG, which if you know from Doom, um, I always thought it was called just the BFG because it was the big fucking gun. But on the screen, it calls it the Bioforce gun. So I guess yeah. that's technically what it's called. But later in the movie, Sarge does call it a big fucking gun. So I don't know. But but we see it. He doesn't take it at that point, but we, we see it there. Um, I don't know why... I think they were just still exp- they hadn't cleared everything and they just had to keep they had to go back and keep clearing. Yeah, and I feel like they something brings them back to the genetics lab where the animals are and all the animals have been eaten and then I want to say well, another creature shows up. Which leads was, them into the sewer. I think there was an animal in the genetics lab that attacked them. 
maybe i don't know all the cages are like ripped up and there's like blood and guts everywhere it's very upsetting looking uh then somebody somebody maybe sergeant destroyer are in the hallway and they hear something up in the up in the air vents destroyer picks up there it's a monkey but i guess it's like gonna attack him so he shoots it um and that's when somebody else is there was the, like the, there's oh, another okay. creature that yeah. comes running through and they Reaper all chase says, it down reaper said they saw something that was bigger than a human and that's yeah. what they chase into the sewer so. yeah and so we're in the sewer scene and this is where i have the note about how man carl urban and the rock became way better actors because like there is some line delivery in this goddamn sewer that is appalling. Like Carl Urban starts yelling at one point, and it's not like I, the, the New Zealand accent comes through really heavily. <laughs> and then The Rock turns around and has to be all ma- masculine and yell something. And like, it's just like, man, you have come a very long way. Also, you look so different. Yeah, um, this was also part of the boring part. Still, I was like, God, like yeah, because they're kind of like they're just slowly moving through the sewer, and like the light, like the only scary bit, because this is kind of like a horror reaction movie because like there are moments where like there is suspense but like the most suspenseful thing at times is that oh there's not a lot of light so if something shows up um so they're kind of wading through we also missed something about uh the kid apparently is a drug user and portman is his supplier and so he took some drugs earlier and like reaper like fucking goes off on him he's yeah. like you, you do drugs in front of me ever again like it's done like i'm ending you and i was like oh shit all right well i mean when you're in a situation yeah. like this you need to know that your buddy's got your back you can't be some have someone being like messed up on drugs so. yeah um and so the creature shows up again and knocks somebody into the water and then Goat. spits out yes and then this- like it like attaches I, to his neck. It's like yeah. this long like tongue, but I don't know. It's like a it's like a tongue worm thing. But because or... then it detaches and it's just there, and it's like a big like leech slug yeah. something. It's just disgusting, is what it is. And it like fucks up his neck, and then it drops off into the the sewer and swims off. I guess. Yeah, uh, and so they bring him back to the infirmary, and like he dies like really quickly, and you're just like, oh cool that's uh that's already we're this is where like we're like all right we're we're knocking them out one by one let's do this um and so he dies and sarge is like all right let's finish clearing out the sections because this is when they go down to the archaeological dig uh oh wait we should we should mention that the infirmary has a special nano wall instead of a normal door so what this is is it looks like a solid metal wall but then you put in the code and open it and it's like it's translucent but like you can see kind of stuff going on and it's just like a membrane that you pass through and then once you close it again it turns back into a solid wall um so that's like i guess the secure stuff that they need for that area i don't know duke is nervous about it because he doesn't want things to get cut off going through you know yeah uh, and we should make note that at this point, Mac has been called down, that he ends up leaving uh, Pinky with a gun and a couple of grenades. And Sarge is like, nah, Mac, you come down here. We need your help now because they lost Goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and he, the thing he, is, these grenades that they leave with Pinky, they're like some epic whatever that'll just destroy yeah. the whole thing. And he's got orders that if anything breaches the wall uh, or the door to get in there, he's supposed to blow up that grenade to destroy the portal so that nothing can get through to earth 
And this is where Portman starts freaking out because he's like, hey, if they destroy that portal, how are we getting home? Mm-hmm. So, um, um, so the team is spread off, and I believe it's Destroyer and Portman are together. Uh, and then Reaper, the kid, and Mac all go down to the archaeological dig. Uh, and man, Mac does not last long because Mac gets his fucking head punched off by the creature. And I was like, holy shit! Like, yeah, straight decapitation. He, he just straight, he turns around and he looks up and he just whack! And I was like, whoo, all right, well. Um, Sucks to be him. Yeah. Um, and so I have a note at this point that, because Destroyer is left to watch a corridor and like, I was like, man, a minigun is a terrible thing to have if something just run-ups on you. Because a minigun has to charge up. Has to before spin you up, sh- yeah. Yeah. Another thing. He's walking with it and cock... Why is my phone going off? And he he cocks the minigun. You can't cock a minigun. There's nothing to cock. <laughs> Unless I am like an idiot and don't know anything about guns. But I am 100% like almost positive. There's nothing like... He's just like, no. There's nothing to do that on a minigun. It's just you, you belt feed it. I don't understand. I don't know. Oh, um, it's the gosh. future, Cody. They have different kinds of guns, so in the future they might cock it. I guess so. Um, I know I missed some stuff. Hold on, I'm... I need to. Yeah, I need to call out this. So when Doctor Grimm is, or I guess the extra doctor that they brought in is looking at Doctor Carmack, the guy who went crazy, missing the ear. Um, I guess they're they like, drew some blood samples. They're doing something. They oh, they yeah. find out that the blood looks really really funky. It's like it cooks kind of like coagulated, like it's like chunky blood. Like there's weird stuff there's going gi- on. Yeah, there's giant like black splotches all up in it. Yeah, too. yeah. And so like that's and then when they shot the monkey in the air vent, it was bleeding down and like. It was Sarge, very like stuck chunky. his hand out to look at it. He's like, "Oh yes, like I don't understand why people do that in movies. Why you want to stick your hand into something you don't know what the fuck it is, and then it's it's yeah. all over your hand. It's so gross." Um, but yeah, so there's whatever's infecting people. It it makes this chunky, disgusting blood. So, oh, there was uh, there was a theory that they were going on that maybe whatever these creatures are, maybe they came in from the surface. So that's why they were exploring like down in the archaeological dig to uh, check yes. out that other door to see if something could have gotten in that way. Um, okay, Doctor Grimm is doing. Wait, they so they ended up killing the thing that attacked Goat in the sewers, I guess. Like, I missed yes. it. They killed a monster at some point, so they bring it back to Dr. Grimm, and she starts doing an autopsy on it. And so as she's doing it, she's like, these are all human organs. This is all da-da-da. And we and should like, note that at some point, uh, the doctor who made the message, who, like, he, he ended up dying, and he his body disappeared. Oh, yeah, that happens. Oh, you forgot that. Because that ties into, so they're doing the autopsy and like they keep hearing things and the power goes out for a second and they go check something out. And as they're running back, the dude doctor shows up and gets trapped in the nano wall. Okay, I mean, you kind of spoiled it because we didn't know that it was the doctor then. It looked like a monster and then they figured out it was missing the ear. So it must have been Dr. Carmack who mutated into the monster. So we're just trying to save the people an hour and 48 minutes. We should have said at the beginning that there would be spoilers for this, but I guess obviously you know that. Um, But okay, so yeah, doing the autopsy, she's like, oh, this one's it's had its appendix out. And then they figure out that it's a human. It was once a human. So that's kind of where they start going. And then at this point, Goat, 
who's dead in this other room, wakes up, turning into a zombie, and he starts. He's, yeah. He's, he's not he, quite there yet. Like, he knows it's coming, and so he starts banging his head against this glass wall, and he keeps doing it until he kills himself, because he knows and he doesn't want to turn into a zombie. My biggest complaint with this scene is that he hits his head against the glass once, and the doctor screams. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're good. You screamed the one time. No, he keeps hitting, and they, like she, and it's not like a continuous scream. She's like, she's like, she does ah, it again. Like, bang, every time ah, she screams bang, again. Ah. So and it's like, stop. Just stop doing it. Like, you did it once. <laughs> Overacting. Like, come on. Um, yeah. And so I think, does Portman die around this point after? Okay, because Portman is like, hey, buddy, I got to go take a shit. I'm like, yeah. dude, this guy is just like a mess. So he goes into the bathroom and he um, disconnects from like the radio service and somehow hacks into... Uh, like back to earth, like the main service and is calling for reinforcements because he told Sarge they should call for reinforcements and Sarge was like, no, we're the reinforcements. We're not getting anyone else down here. Uh, So he calls for help. And then while he's, I don't think he's actually using the bathroom. He's just sitting on the toilet and a monster comes and gets him. Monsters in this movie, a lot like to do like the kind of Hulk thing where they pick somebody up and just swing them back and forth. Yeah. Like that happened multiple times in different situations. So, I don't know. I guess it's their go-to move. Let's see. Um, I don't know. The, the, the creature design isn't bad. Like, with the kind of okay. zombified people, looks really good. And then the uh, kind of, like, main creature is actually pretty good looking, in my opinion. Like, it's not, it's not the worst. Like, no, it could yeah. be... Yeah. It's fine. Um, and then next up, I just have, what the fuck was that fight? Because... The monster, the giant big bad guy, comes and attacks Destroyer. And this is where my point is. You have a fucking minigun. You can't shoot that fast when something charges you. Like. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Destroyer and the monster have a giant fight. And, like. Oh, this is when they fall down into the holding cell. They fall down in the holding cell. This and, like, a it's a fight. It's a pretty good fight. Yeah. But what the fuck is going on? Is Destroyer a superhero because he's getting his ass kicked and he's still going? Well, and he's getting electrocuted a lot because like we said, these walls have electricity running through them. And so he keeps getting shocked, but he's like, fuck it, I can handle this. Uh, and then he ends up getting like this big pipe and jamming the a- the monster against the wall. But like, I mean, I guess it's he's metal. frozen. But I feel like he would be getting electrocuted also because it would be a conductor. So I don't know. My main um, thing was how, like, the pit's pretty fucking big. So, like, the first initial drop, I was like, oh, he's, like, dead. Like, that's that, that's it. And then he gets up and they have, a, like, a 10-minute fight with the monster. And I was like, what's going on? Is did, did, is, it, is we're introducing superheroes into Doom? Like, I'm so hey, confused. Hey, Destroyer was a badass. What are you going to do? He, he went out like a badass. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um... There's a. So I have another note here. There's a lot of thing that does not make any sense in this movie, and as a kid, I just looked way past it because I was like, "Fuck yeah, shooting and monsters and it's so cool." Oh, also, because, I, oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, you know, you go, you go. Because the oh, next thing said. is like a big, a big movie point. Okay, I was gonna say in that fight in the holding cell, there was because I guess there was you know monitoring equipment for different things. Uh, there was like a a big like computer monitor with attached to some cords and it destroyer like picks it up by the cord.
swords and is just like swinging yes. it around and then smacks the monster with it. I'm like, how fucking sturdy are those cords that he can swing this monitor? <laughs> yeah. And it was just crazy, but it looked cool. So yes, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of this movie is. Hey, it makes no it sense, cool. but it looks fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Um. There was I had written a note. So when they were down in the archaeological dig area, uh, Reaper opened like this little window shade to look out and it's like the mars landscape but it mm-hmm. looks very much like the landscape when you first get outside in the latest doom video game oh okay. like it looks really close to it and it's like oh yeah that looks i remember that so it was pretty cool that it was looks so similar so so around this point is when like sarge is just like all right fuck this shit let's get the data let's get out of here and all this and so Reaper is talking to his sister, I believe, about what do you think is going on? Like, what is this like? And we find out that they were running human tests when they were not supposed to be. And well, I mean, I, that, that's that's an iffy statement. They're not supposed to be like, I think they were supposed to be. It was just hush hush. They didn't want people to know what they yeah. were doing. And so they took an ex-convict and injected him with a 24th chromosome. A murderer. Yes, and that turned him into the creature that has mm-hmm. been running amok. And so there's a line here that holy shit, I don't like I don't even know how they came up with this one, but it's you know there's 10% of the brain that has never been explored. And so some people say that that 10% holds the soul of the human. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Because it makes no sense. Because so the fairly logic is is that that ten percent of the brain holds the soul, and either you're evil and turn into a creature, or you're good and you just have the super strength and the super healing, like the mother did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Well, and the thing that she's saying is that this this monster currently the creature, the murderer guy, uh, he can read that ten percent of you. He can read your soul and know if you're going to be one of the good ones or the bad ones because he's only attacking the bad people who will turn into monsters like him. He's yeah. just straight out killing, not infecting uh, anyone who's like a good person. So it's an interesting concept. It is, uh, and so at this point we have Sarge Reaper, his sister. Duke and the kid all left. Everyone else has died. Yes. And Sarge has got the big fucking gun. He said, fuck oh, yes. this, we're he... getting the gun. And it's it's huge and it looks fucking awesome when it shoots. It's I don't know. Could have been bigger. Could have been bigger. Something out there. That's what she said? That's what she said. Um. Yeah, he he finds one of the severed hands and then goes back and like uses that as... Because you need, you need a DNA to get in. Yeah. Um. And I think he shows up at like as the end of the destroyer fight, he shows up and shoots it. And the creature uh, like, gets away. I, or no, no, it's he shoots Portman. the guy in, Port- in the bathroom, Portman's guy. Um, um, yep. So I, I had a line that Reaper said, this place is hell, which, you know, ties back into the games because these were demons from hell. Um, oh, Reaper, this is the port. Also, after Dr. Grimm figures out and explains what's going on, Reaper wants to destroy all the data and get rid of it. And Sarge is like, no, our job is to retrieve this and bring it all back. And that's what we're going to do. So they're starting to have some disagreements there. Um, yeah. Uh, and so I believe at this point, the demon or creature ends up breaking through the metal wall, right? He, yeah, he gets to the arc portal. Yeah. And so they all head up there with the data and all that. And the rock is uh, 
is a big old dick. Like yes. He's, like, he's like, all right, we're quarantining all of this. Go start killing people. Because the demon had already came through and, like, started killing people. Uh, they so, found Pinky was still alive. Well, so here's what happened. So you go through the portal back to Earth, but the area you are is this underground facility that is currently also in a lockdown and it's scheduled to unlock in like an hour. So they want to, Sarge wants to kill everybody before that hour is up so that nothing can make it to the surface and infect the earth. Um, Um, And so he's like, all right, go start shooting a bunch of people and, or like, Start shooting the dead bodies so they don't come back to life. Like, that's kind of... Because we're dealing with, like, zombies here, pretty much. Pretty Um, much. So they find Pinky. He comes... He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I tried. But then... uh, And then the kid actually finds a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And the Sarge is like, well, did you you finish them? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And... He's like, there's no, there's no room for insubordination, and the kid's like, I'm not gonna go shoot these people, and the rock just flat out sh- pops two in the chest and yeah. kills the kid, and like Reaper is pissed, like yeah. he like is like crying, he's like grabbing, and he's like, it was his first mission, what are you doing? And like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, and I was like, Carl Urban gonna fuck the rock up later, <laughs> um, and so I think the creature ends up showing up at this point. Yeah, well, here's the bad part, okay? So, Duke gets attacked by the creature and, like, pulled down uh, through a floor vent, and he's gone. And it's just like, man, I like Duke. I wanted him to end up with Dr. Grimm. I wanted it to be, like, a nice little thing. And for the whole rest of the movie, I was like, wait, Duke's gonna come back and, like, surprise us. He's still alive and it'll be fine. No, he doesn't show up. And it's just like, man, that sucks. So... Uh. So in that attack, as the creature ends up attacking them, and yeah, so Duke dies, uh, Sarge gets dragged away through one of the nano walls, and you're kind of like, oh shit. Uh, and in that process, Carl Urban either, I think he got hit by a ricochet because he was shooting yeah. at the nano wall, and it kind of like hits him. Yeah. Like He's also fucked up because the creature attacked him, um, and it's like, oh, this isn't looking good. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like he's trying to get his sister out of there, and like he's realizing he's going to die. And she's like, you're a good person. I believe that the 24th chromosome will work on you. Like, I know how good of a person you are. And he's like, all right, but if, I, if that thing busts through, here's a grenade. And then she, he's, she's like, okay, I'm going to inject you. He's like, put one in my heart and in my head and gives her a gun. And it's like, all right, you're going a little fucking overboard now, man. Well, um, he, he said, you don't know the things I've done. So he has stuff that he's done in the past that he's obviously not proud of. Um, we don't know what it is, but, you know. And she's like, I uh, know you. I know you in your heart. So, um, so, yeah. So she injects him, and holy shit, the best part of the fucking movie begins. Agreed. Because it turns into the actual Doom fucking video game and we go first person. I love this. This is my favorite part of any movie ever. Like, it's so over the top. Not ever, okay. It was great in this movie. Best part of this movie. It is so over the top and stupid. And like... And it's super gory. Like, he's like exploding people's heads and stuff. I'm sorry, monsters, pretty much. Like, he's 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 only killing He's shooting, like, all the people who have turned and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's super Um, gory. Um, He's he's going around doing stuff. Uh, The the chainsaw comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then it's like, there's like a a boss fight, pretty much. 
right? Because Pinky has turned into a creature. Yeah. He doesn't look like any of these other creatures. He's like just this like how would you describe him? It's uh, almost like a like how like I imagine like an alien dog would look. Like if you've seen the new Predator movie, like it's like the okay. alien dog, like the upper part, but then no, there's no bottom part because obviously he's in a wheelchair. Okay, um, I would have said more like a slug that can stand upright and it just has a mouthful of teeth and that's all it is at the yeah, top. Yeah, that works too. Um, um, yeah, but he's still attached to the wheelchair, yeah. and uh, and so he's fighting him for an extended period, and it's a pretty cool fight. Uh, yeah, like this entire like Bravo because like there like if a Doom movie was made today. This would not have happened. But because it's 2005, they were like, fuck it. We get to do what we want. We got the budget. Let's do it. Like, fuck it. And they had cool music going during the sequence, too. Like, Like heavy heavy metal. Like, yeah. I love the scene so fucking much. Like, it's so fantastic. That's where the movie got good again. I was like, okay, this is is great. I like it. Uh, Sadly, though, we can't stay in first person. So they end up, we go go back. Um, And so he's looking for his sister. And I believe he stumbles upon. Sarge, mm-hmm. and he notices Sarge has the bites on the neck, mm-hmm. meaning he's been turned. Um, and they kind of have a little like back and forth. And my favorite line in this entire movie is, uh, "How much do you still got in the clip? How much you still got?" And like Reaper like looks, and he's like half a clip. And the Rock, he's like, "How about you?" And the Rock's like, "One shot." And I was like, I don't know. I like that for some reason. I was like, this is all right. Like, all you right. know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna fucking kill each other. But uh, were you, yeah, you about so, to say something? Oh, just uh, Sarge takes his shot and misses, and yeah. I guess Reaper can't hit him enough to do anything. So they run around and they fight for a little bit, and then you know, Sarge doesn't have anything, so he just like comes out and he's like, he takes off his ammo belt or something, and he just stands there. He's like, like he's ready, and so. Yeah. Uh, Reaper still has bullets, but he's like, no, we're going to do this like gentlemen. And he puts down the gun and they're just going to like fisticuffs it out. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not yeah, how you, you do this. Take advantage, you just man. shoot him when he's unarmed. That's that's what you do. This is not the time for that. Oh, I'm sorry. This is where it's important because Sarge comes out. He takes himself off and he goes, simplify. Oh, and yes. That's like that's what spurs it on. <laughs> Because the thing that happened at minute two of this movie finally gets a fucking payoff at minute, like, 140. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, so they have a pretty good fight sequence. Yeah. Um, they're getting tossed around because they're both superhumans now, so they can take it. Uh, as the fight progresses, uh, Sarge, his face starts yeah, he turning, starts kinda turning into, like, into the, creature. the vampire-looking well, like, zombie thing. Before it started, he, like... Like clenched his fist and the like glove he had on like ripped as if like claws were gonna come out. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Um, there's a really cool thing where like I don't even know where the bar came from, but like it's like a so, rebar thing that gets yeah, just, like stabbed. So Reaper had him like pushed against the railing of these stairs and like oh, and had one like, of his arms trapped and had his head and was trying to like get him wrapped in here so he couldn't move. But Sarge was so strong that he just like ripped the whole metal railing off the stairs. And so he had this rail with him. And so he just wrapped it around his arm like some brass knuckle iron gauntlet thing. Um, and so he's punching him with that. And then at one point so something happens and it ends up having a part that's like sticking out. So it's like a little knife part too. And he ends up stabbing it through Reaper's hand. Yeah. 
And then so this Reaper, like, he's, like, holding onto it so that they're, like, firmly attached. Yeah, like he's trying to keep them, like, close together. Yeah, but he activates the portal back to Mars, and so he gets... Uh, so the portal starts sucking in Sarge, and yeah. so it's sticking through his hand, and yeah. in the most badass fucking thing, he's, like, going... Uh, Reaper has, like, a line to him, and I forget what he says, but he fucking, like, just uppercuts the rebar out of his hand like you can see it just go up yeah and i was like that was pretty cool and so sarge goes through the portal ends up on the other side and then i forget the line but it's a good line where carl urban like pops the grenade and throws it through and the grenade lands on top of sarge and blows up and ends up killing sarge Um, yeah i didn't write down the line i forget the line i'm kicking Mm -hmm. myself for it um, but yeah, as soon as he's through, he looks at his hand again, and his hand is like already healed up. So yeah, um, so he goes and finds his sister, and he gets on an elevator, and I, he's heading back to the surface, and we're all good. I don't. I feel like, um, oh my god, what are those after credit scenes? I I was like waiting for an after credit scene because like yeah. there's like four minutes of credits for this yeah. movie. And I was like, all right, this is an after credit scene, and there was nothing. And I was like, no. I feel like this could have been one of those movies where they had an after credit scene. Might like, have been before that really started kicking off as much. Well, because X, the original X Men movie came out in two thousand, didn't it? Did it have like, one? I think it did. I didn't know if like, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know. I, if know. If, I know like Marvel, the official Marvel movies started having them, but I don't know if stuff. I'm sure, I mean, stuff did, like, Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. Off had one, but, like, it wasn't as common, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the credits were really cool, though. Uh, they have a, a song by Trent Reznor playing, and it's it's looking like a video game where it's just, like, going around and there's a gun, and it's, like, yeah. shooting people's names in the credits. Um, I do have some fun fact trivia. One of them is... Uh, if you'll notice in the credits, some of the names get shot and some of them do not. And so it depends on if their character was killed during the movie or not, oh, whether the, their cool. name gets destroyed. Um, so that was cool. Um, okay, other trivia. The Rock was offered the lead role of Reaper, but he chose the role of Sarge because he thought it was more interesting. Okay, so, all right. That's cool. I can't imagine somebody else playing Sarge. Although, actually, I think one of the trivia is like they considered Vin Diesel for Sarge. Oh, um, hmm. yeah. Very different movie if it had yeah. been him. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is after I read that, I was thinking, I just like for, I just couldn't process. I'm like, what does Vin Diesel look like again? And it took me like, I couldn't figure it out. And I was just like, I don't know. It's like sometimes your mind just has a little brain fart and you're like, all I can picture is The Rock. I can't picture what Vin Diesel looks like. I mean, they're both bald, so. They are. They're kind of similar looking. A little Um, bit. A little bit. Uh, And they're both in the Fast and the Furious franchise. So it's like, they just, they start mixing together. Um, Okay, other trivia. So the first person shooter sequence that we both enjoyed very much, it took 14 days to shoot that. I'm not shocked because like that does seem like because like there's a there's a lot of CGI in that and yeah so like it probably took a while yeah I could see that yeah yep. um okay some of this is boring um there were two working uh which means vibrating I guess BFGs created for the movie and The Rock kept both of them so I don't know if he was allowed to I like to imagine The Rock goes like. Gets home from a hard day's of work and he's just like, I got the PFGs. <laughs> um, 
Okay, the locker where the BFG is stored is designated IDKFA, which is the in-game cheat code, which would give the player all keys, full weapons, and ammo. So there's a lot of fun little game uh, stuff in here. Um, oh, The Rock admitted that he felt nauseous after playing the original Doom games, which that's fair. Okay. Um, Rosamund Pike, who played Dr. Grimm, turned down the role of Rita Skeeter in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire to work on this and also Pride and Prejudice. So I hopefully Pride and Prejudice was a little better for her. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. No. Um, there were scenes that were cut because of intense and graphic violence. So who knows what that Ooh, might I'm be. I'm kind of curious if there's a director's cut out there yeah. that's just like super hardcore. Yeah, I'd pass. It's fine. <laughs> um... Okay, uh, we didn't mention it, but in the genetics lab, there were jars with these beating hearts in them, like different oh, types yes. of hearts. And the beating heart and beeping accompanying it is reminiscent of the logo used by id Software, who makes Doom. Hmm. Um, and I mean, Sar Sarge is named after Master Sergeant Thomas Kelly who was one of the main characters from Doom 3. So that makes sense. This is based on the Doom 3 game. Um, huh, I didn't know that one. Okay. Yeah, so Dr. Carmack, who we talked about with the missing ear, and then there was a do another doctor named uh, Willits, who we didn't talk about, but they are named after the co-owners of id Software. So, fun naming. Mm. Sam, can you look up how much, how well this did at the box office? Um, I can try. Can you try? Let's uh, see. So yeah, like this movie has a lot of a lot of problems with it. Like the pacing is very bad at times. Um, CGI is a little rough at times. But I, I, Sam, I really, really fucking love this movie, and I love some. I love me some Carl Urban. Like, <laughs> and like Carl Urban has like with the worst beard in this movie because it's just like patchy and like. I thought it was fine. I, mean, I don't want too much beard. I mean, I get you know, it. Yeah, I feel no. about it. But uh, it's patchy at points, and I'm like, oof, that was rough. Um, okay. But yeah, like, it's pretty good. Like, I liked it. Okay, this is, this is 2005, so I don't know how this correlates to nowadays. But uh, it's opening weekend. It got $15.4 million, which That's sounds pretty good. Uh, it was the number one rank, um, and its domestic total was... 28 million and the foreign total is 27 million so worldwide it was 55 million okay. which i mean that sounds like a lot of money what was the what was the budget that should be on the the wiki for the movie i think um let me look that's, like, that's that's a pretty good amount of money this just depends like how much cgi they use and how much that cost them um i mean i think oh, do you want to guess how much the budget was I'm so just gonna say. Keep in mind that it it earned 55 million worldwide. I'm gonna go with 75 million. I think it went under. It was 65 million budget. Oh, so okay. It wasn't, so I mean, uh, obviously not as big. much as they would have liked. Um, but I I don't know. I don't I don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Sam, final thoughts on this movie? Would you watch it again? No. <laughs> I, I think I think this is gonna be a yearly tradition where I watch Doom just for 
Just for, for that young rock and Carl uh, Urban action, you know? like Yeah. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. I'd rather watch the Super Mario Brothers movie again. Ah, that's fucking fair, man. That's a good movie. It's um, a good movie. It was a good movie. Now, I'm sure this is nowhere in the trivia, but like... Do you feel like the original thing was it was not his sister and it was actually a love interest? Because that end scene where he's holding her in the arms, I was like, this seems a little romantic and I am not okay with it. It's a little creepy. I felt that way too. I was like, this feels weird. But up until, right until the point where they said that they were siblings, it felt very sexual tension-y. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, it's Carl Urban and like he's just oof. got chemistry out the wazoo. What are you gonna yeah. do? Um, Seriously, if you haven't seen Dread, go watch Dread. It's a fucking amazing movie, and oh my god. Okay, so here's the thing: I haven't seen Dread. I would like to, but now based on how much you love this movie, I don't know if I can trust your assessment of Dread. Dread's really fucking good, like so good. Like I can't even like I'm, I'm probably gonna go watch it because it's so good. Um, okay, so if Doom is like right here and Grave Encounters is like right here, where does Dread like, fall? Doom is on the floor and Dread <laughs> is up here. Okay, that's that's how different these fucking movies are and how great Dread is. Okay, all right. Um, so if we had to give a score out of ten geek hearts, where are we putting this on the geek heart scale? I think we gave. We didn't give Mario a thing because we just made. We've I just made something on the spot. Yes, yes. I was just gonna make something up. I think Super Mario Bros. is a solid seven out of ten geek hearts. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. I think we could put this one at a four. Oh my god, I was thinking four. Yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So four the out official of 10 geek hearts. Geek heart video game movie rating is four out of ten geek hearts. All right. Okay. You fucking did it, man. Good job. Okay, so here's the thing. We need to catch up, though, uh, because we've rated this now. We've rated Mario. We didn't rate our Tomb Raider movie. Um, good point. Do we hmm. give half hearts, or is it only whole hearts? We can give half hearts. I think we give that one an eight and a half. Oh, my God. I was thinking that, Cody. We are so in sync. This is amazing. Oh, wow. Um, okay. All right. So, all right. Well, there you go. There you go. So that was Doom. I um, like how we both think it's four geek hearts, but you just love this movie and I think it sucks. Oh, no, because trust me, this movie's fucking bad, but like I love it. <laughs> like it's And it's on Netflix, so it's if you want to watch it, yeah. you can go watch it. Um uh, now I'll say it's not it's I, it's not horrible. I just got really bored for a while there. And I yeah. get really bored at movies. Like I need something to really keep my attention going. So I was like 30 minutes into this movie and I paused it and saw that it was an hour and 45 minutes and I was like, "Yeah, oh dear God, I don't know if I want to keep going, but I'm glad I did because I got to see Carl Urban in the rock fight. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to let us know what video game movie we should watch next for our next rainy day uh, show, you yeah. can write us into us at contact at geekcardgames.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at geekcardgames. You can find our Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash You can find our YouTube videos where we'll have lots of content going up soon at geekcargames.com slash YouTube. We have our Discord channel where lots of stuff's going on at uh, geekcargames.com slash Discord. We have our merch store at geekcargames.com slash shirts. I believe that's everything. Yeah, if you want to give us a review on iTunes, we would love that or whatever podcast service you use that has reviews. That's great. 
Yeah, actually, um, so I got an iPhone, and so I can finally look at iTunes, and we got six five-star reviews. So thank you guys so much if you left a review. Oh my God, that's amazing. And yeah, so definitely re- leave a review if you can. It gets our podcast out there to more people, and we appreciate anyone you yeah. do. Um, all right, well, I have been Cody Tietrich. You can find me on Twitter at Comical Cody. I don't know why I pronounced it that way. Don't. Uh, I have been Samantha Suvak, and you can find me on Twitter at SKSUVAK. Alright, and just remember, if anyone ever wants to inject you with the 24th chromosome, you should probably think about your life choices. Um, Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do, 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 no, do, no, do. Sam, I don't Sam you had... Fun. We're just two geeks who are our games. Doom to doom doom. Doom doom. God damn it. <laughs> That was perfect. Jim, ah, Jim, ah. You, Jim, did you send her the memo? Jesus. What the did fuck, Did you just Jim? talk to Jim? Yeah, Jim. Who's Jim? We, we don't have a Jim. We have a Jerry. No, we fired Jerry. Remember? Because he fucked up that one thing. We, we tried to fire him. It never actually worked. What do we do? If, you're, if you hire somebody new, you need to tell me. Okay, that's that's all I'm going to say. So who have I been paying this entire time? Jesus, Cody, I told you you have to be more careful with this. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. All right, well. Ooh. Bye. Doom, 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 doom. There you go.